Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Michelle Smallman is making her way to Miami this morning. Going she is to out. Miami. Yeah, out today and tomorrow. She'll be back on Monday. So it's Dan and Randy today. By the way, Jay Delsing, because the Cardinals have a day game tomorrow, Jay Delsing will join me as the co-host tomorrow on the show. But right now we go to our Blues insider from The Athletic who is doing great work and broke a story last night regarding Vladimir Tarasenko's trade request. The one and only Jeremy Rutherford is on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Randy, Danny, how you guys doing? Doing great. So I first have to believe that uh, because we had heard the report that Tarasenko had given the Blues some teams, you, you start following this closely, you, you do your due diligence and you do your work. Were you at all surprised to unearth what you have unearthed in your story in The Athletic about Tarasenko requesting the trade and the Blues trying to placate him? Yeah, not not really. I, I felt like uh, this offseason there was a chance that the Blues were going to move Tarasenko. You know, we're going to talk a lot about him asking for a trade, but I think there's uh, some belief that this offseason the Blues were going to explore the possibility of moving him anyway. And so there has been some speculation for the past month or so that the Blues were exploring, uh, uh, you know, a trade for Tarasenko guys. Uh, but just doing the due diligence, and it takes time, and, and trying to talk to the right people around the league uh, to find out uh, what the truth is. And so, you know, I've been spending the better part of the past couple of weeks doing that, and then uh, yesterday just kind of got confirmation, and it came to fruition that he has indeed asked for a trade request. And and at the moment, uh, Blues general manager Doug Armstrong is exploring his options. You know, Jr. This gets really complicated when you start thinking about the player requesting a trade it's got to be a two-way street for the team that he's with the team you're going to you have a cap situation the cap will stay at 81 and a half million almost half the teams have less than 15 million left in uh, projected space his aav is seven and a half million so there's a there's a lot of moving parts to try to make this fit in the puzzle aren't there yeah, so multifaceted here, Dan. I mean, if you would have thought a couple of years ago that the Blues are going to trade Vladimir Tarasenko, you're thinking, okay, this is going to be a pretty nice package. And you also think uh, pre-pandemic that the, cal- the salary cap is going to be on the rise. It could be at $90 million, uh, by now. But what you have is a situation where he's had the three shoulder surgeries, so he's on the decline. The production hasn't been there. And then you have a situation where the cap's going to stay status quo for a couple of years. And so if you look around the league, there aren't many teams that either can a afford a Vladimir Tarasenko 
or B, want a player who looks to be on the decline turning 30 years old. Now, he's going to have something to say about that, rehabbing and coming back and and trying to become uh, the player that he once was. But in the meantime, what kind of sell is that for Doug Armstrong? So, you know, whereas, you know, I reported that the list is as many as 10 teams, uh, maybe there's only two or three in the league that Doug has found even have uh, semi-interest in Vladimir Tarasenko. So I think it's going to be a tough sell. And Jr., one of the things that you and I have heard over the years beyond the surgery and what's gone on in the last couple of years is that many times he, he had difficulty playing within the system, that his teammates didn't always know where he was going to be on the ice for set plays. I, I have to believe that the rest of the league knows about that too, right? Yeah, I think it's a, again, there's a multifaceted situation there too, because I think that uh, players on the team struggle to play with him. I don't know that he's a great fit with the teammates. And now I think if you talk with uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, uh, people close to him, he doesn't believe that that's an issue. But I, being around the team for as long as Vladimir Tarasenko has been here, uh, do believe that that's an issue, you know, on the ice, off the ice. And so I think that's something. And I think where I wrote about uh, the trust issues between Tarasenko and the organization uh, in today's article is a situation where he feels like the uh, the medical staff, the surgeons, have mishandled the first two surgeries. And then meanwhile, he has the hockey operations people telling him that he needs to be more competitive and more committed and do more things on the ice. And he's wanting them to take ownership for the uh, the shoulder surgeries. I think that's where we are today is because the, the trust can continue to deteriorate. So, um, Randy, whether it's the chemistry with the teammates, whether he's working hard enough, not working hard enough, I think there's two different sides to this story, and, and that's why we are where, where we are. So, Jr. to get to this point, let's look at it from Tarasenko's point of view. Do you think it, and you just mentioned it, do you think it was the surgeries? Do you think it was... The fact that he didn't get the C, uh, the fact that maybe he wants to change the scenery for his career. Where, where, if you had a packing order of reasons as to why he wants out of St. Louis, a team that drafted him 16th overall, they paid him uh, what, probably 60, 70, 80 million dollars. Why, why does he want out? Yeah, I think talking to the sources, it's number one. It's the shoulder surgeries he had to go to to Stedman in Colorado for that third surgery, and, and they were uh, looking at the shoulder, thinking that uh, it should have been caught the first two times. And, and I have to specify here, this is not me criticizing the Blues physicians. This is me repeating information that was given to me by sources uh, close to Tarasenko. So uh, first in that pecking order, Dan, is the shoulder. And then I think after that, you know, it becomes a trust issue, uh, big picture. Uh, but I think after that, you have the, the captaincy. He believed after eight years that he was going to get the C. He wanted it. Uh, he mentioned those comments uh, in that re- Russian report, uh, but we didn't get to talk to him for three months after that. You know, we don't talk to injured players, and so he was injured at the time, didn't get a chance to ask him about that, uh, but I think that still is lingering uh, with him, that uh, lack of loyalty that he felt with the captaincy. And then I think just a fresh start. You know, if the organization, if people are uh, telling him that he's underperforming and not committed and not playing well and he feels that he's committed, he's like, okay, well then move me and I'll go play uh, well for somebody else. Jeremy Rutherford broke the story of Vladimir Tarasenko's trade request in The Athletic last night. You can read it at The Athletic right now. In the fifth paragraph of your story, you list a group of players who could be moved this offseason. Jack Eichel of Buffalo, Seth Jones of Columbus, Johnny Goodrow of Calgary, Oliver ekman Larson of Arizona, and Washington's Evgeny Kuznetsov. Could you see a situation where 
perhaps Washington would just want to trade money for money and do a Kuznetsov for Tarasenko and do a fresh start for both guys? Out of, out of all those names, Randy, I think Kuznetsov is the one guy that you could probably swap, and it's the, the money's similar. Uh, Washington terribly wants to get rid of Kuznetsov. The Blues are now in a situation where they need to, to move Tarasenko. Look, this is going to be difficult for Doug Armstrong because teams uh, know that uh, Doug needs to move him, and, and they knew that before the article. He's been shopping Tarasenko uh, quietly, um, so it's going to force his hand a little bit because you know teams are going to have a little bit of, of leverage there. Uh, but uh, the other players, you know, I don't think that Tarasenko is going to fetch a, a return that could could bring you uh, that type of player. But I do think uh, with Kuznetsov's situation in Washington, um, he's a player that they desperately want to get rid of too. And, and maybe it's just a swap there. But then that begs the question: uh, Do the Blues really want to bring a guy, a player like him, in who's had some off ice trouble? Expansion draft, Jr. Does this fit into the equation at all with Tarasenko? Yeah, I think it does, Dan, because we're just 10 days away before the Blues have to turn in that protected list. Can you get Vladimir Tarasenko moved before that? And then you're able to protect another forward. A couple weeks ago, all three of us were talking about, you know, how can you not protect a, an Ivan Barbashev, let's say. Uh, you know, if, if you were able to move Tarasenko, let's say, for picks, prospects, a lesser caliber player, what have you, then maybe you can protect a, another player. But if you can't, uh, trade him before then, then I think you're going to have to do what you did in 2017 uh, when they had the uh, Vegas expansion draft and you protected Ryan Reeves knowing that Pittsburgh was uh, interested. So you're able to trade Ryan Reeves after the expansion draft. I think if this can't get done in the next 10 days, uh, then they're going to have to protect Vladdy Tarasenko in that expansion draft and try to continue to move him this offseason. Jr. one more thing from me, and it's in regards to the the Vladimir camp allegations in regards to the surgeries. Do you think other free agents in the NHL take a look at that and express maybe concern because of the way this is reported to have, have gone down with his shoulder? Yeah, unfortunately for the blues, that will be an issue when, when Vladimir Tarasenko, a player, his caliber, um, makes that public. Uh, I, I think that uh, you look at the situation, everybody's known what Tarasenko's gone through. You know, it's, it's no secret. Everybody knows about three surgeries, and maybe that enough was a reason, a red flag for players around the league. And again, this isn't me speaking. This is people close to Tarasenko. But you look at uh, pro athletes and, and, and all the sports guys, and they can go wherever they want. They can seek a second opinion. Yeah, usually they go to that uh, team medical physician and, and use their surgeons. Uh, but in Tarasenko's case, he did go to Stedman, where a lot of players around the NHL go. So, you know, ideally, hypothetically, a player could sign with the Blues, come here, and either use their doctors or, or not use their doctors. So I don't think it's the end-all, be-all, but it does raise a red flag. So uh, I'm, this is my final question. Kind of following up on what Randy started with there, what do you think the appetite is for the other teams in the league to add Vladimir Tarasenko in a cap that hasn't moved, that has an AAV, of seven and a half millions, uh, seven and a half million dollars. He's had three shoulder surgeries, and his production isn't there. I mean, honestly, yeah. what, what do you think the appetite is to to add that guy? Well, I don't think we're talking five or ten teams that are in position to bring on that type of situation. But uh, I do believe there's there's two or three who, if everything fell right, if if the Blues said we'll retain. 50% of the salary for the next two years. So uh, you're looking at the Blues, oh, um, what, nine, five this year, five next year. 
14 million. The Blues retain 50% of that. And and let's say the Blues say, you know what, we can't find an established player that we want for Vladdy Tarasenko. We'll take a second round draft pick. And then you got a Tarasenko who only cost you a second round pick and half his paycheck. And, and now he's motivated to pl- prove the Blues wrong. So I do think that the opportunity exists for that to be possible, even though it doesn't seem likely. There is no way that he shoots up again for the Blues, is there? After a player goes out and says this, I mean, it's it's almost impossible to bring him back? I don't think so. I, I would think 99% uh, he, he's gone. He's played his last game as a St. Louis Blue. Uh, I think that uh, only if Doug Armstrong is getting no offers and just absolutely uh, can't move him would he be back. But at this point, I would have to say that that's uh, not a chance. Great reporting, Jr. Fantastic. We appreciate your work, and we appreciate you taking some time with us this morning, Jr. We advise everybody to get their subscription to The Athletic if they haven't already, and I'm, I'm sure there's more to come, right? Yep, yep. Lots, lots more to come. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for reading, and thanks uh, to you guys for having me on. You got it. Jeremy Rutherford on 101 ESPN. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.